Good evening. Are we good? I was going to say, it doesn't work for Frank, so I guess it's not going to work for me. That's what it is. How's everybody doing this evening? Good, good, good. So before we get started, does uh, anybody have any prayer requests or praise reports of any kind? I have one. What you got? Um, today is one of those days that seems like everything can happen and come your way when it brings it forth. That's about what it is today. Let's see, this morning, my sister told me that her daughter, my oldest niece, got the car accident here on. What's her name? Uh, her name is Jessica. And then after that, she told me that Jessica's uncle is in the hospital in Florence. He's bleeding on the brain. His name is uh, Charlie Ford. And then after that, come to find out. Now, I used to go out to uh, Augustville to see my uncle out there, Uncle Cree, Cree Bruce. And come to find out. He's in the hospital. And he's had some bleeding somewhere or something else going on too. I don't know. Eventually, I don't know if it's COVID started or what it was. That's all in the last two days. So you got three people? You got Destiny, Charlie Ford, and. Yeah. Let's pray for the family, but I'm not sure how that's going to turn out. I mean, my niece is doing all right. I talked to her just being on a um, Snapchat page. Yeah. And, uh, but Charlie and my uncle, I don't know. Gotcha. Well, there's nothing we're praying for that. Anybody else? Just now? Just now. <laughs> wow. Anybody else? Let's pray for Bill Letter. Bill, away. yeah, for sure. He's traveling to work on the plane. So pray for Susan and Ashley. Yes. When you're away from somebody, especially your significant other, I can see where that's, uh, that's, that's tough, especially them traveling as much as as much as he travels for the time that he's gone, that's uh, um, got a uh, I guess you could say she's uh, probably I don't know probably got a bunch of second third fourth mothers and grandmothers and but I, I look at her as a uh, basically like a another grandma um, found out uh, last night or a couple of days ago that her mom was uh, put into hospice and. Uh, she passed today, so uh, just uh, keep her in your prayers. Her name is uh, Jan Lahan, but I call her Mama Jan. She's 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 special, very special to me and my family. So uh, as a church family, I just really appreciate if we could pray for her. Um, pray for uh, Joan and Frank for sure. Everybody who's. Uh, Got their COVID shots, but who's got who's sick and dealing with some things from that. Um, people who have it or dealing with it. Um, pray for our church for sure. 
just continue to grow. There's a bunch of new people. That we just see new faces. It seems like every Sunday we see somebody new. You know, and as Billy talks all the time, you know, that ripple, you know, just something small, just something little can affect so much. But it's just, it's a big pond. It's all in his plan. And uh, he's, you know, it's all for him. Rory, yeah. Um, see, sugar, or is it just... pretty bad we a couple of us had to come out of retirement and pull some of our first responder skills like, uh, do I remember how to do this right so uh, all right let us pray <clears throat> Heavenly Father we're just uh, so grateful for this opportunity that you've given us to come together as a family this evening father we're just uh, just ask right now that you just be with those who who are sick and afflicted Michael and his family, um, just the just the pain and, and, and things that we go through on a daily basis with our health and our bodies that just break down, Father. We just know that that you are the ultimate healer. We just uh, just pray for Oscar Smith, Bill Letter, uh, Mr. Rory, all those who who are close to us that that we know that they're in pain right now, Father. That that we know the only thing that the comfort they can get is, is, is through you. Just ask that you just divinely touch their bodies. Just heal them from the very soles of their feet to the tops of their heads right now, Father. Just place your healing hand on them right now, Father. Encompass angels around them. Let them know that they can look to you for guidance and peace and comfort. That wherever they go and whatever they're going through, that, that you will be there with them just pray right now that you just humble me just humble me father just use me in a way that you see fit for others to understand for hearts and minds and bodies to to hear the word of God father just mold my lips permit me from saying anything that would be harmful to your word and may just this message that we're about to hear, just be used and applied to our lives each and every day. Just the battles and things that we face in this world that, that are not of this world. We just know that we can look to you for guidance and protection and comfort and give us the weapons that we need to take on these, these things and this enemy. Just be with us as we go out into this world and, and take on the things of daily life. Just comfort us, lead us, guide us, and direct us. Just forgive us of our sins, and we fall short of you. Show us our so show us our sin at this time, and may it be brought to the light. Just use us as obedient servants to you, in your son's Jesus name, Amen. 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 So, as you can tell, it's been a while since I've been up here. 
um, January. It's been quite some time. But, you know, I never thought that accepting something, especially from God, accepting a, this calling on my life, that there would be so much with it, so much involved, so many different like attacks and um, just different things. Never, never in a million years would I have thought that. Just the spiritual attacks. I title of this sermon. We're going to title it "Spiritual Warfare." Um, not only because it's affecting me, but it affects us in our daily lives. Every single one of us in here. You can each day we always deal with something. There's always somebody, something that is is at us. You know, work, or sometimes our work environments aren't the best. Sometimes the people we're around, they're not the best. They're not the best influence. So, what is it that we're dealing with? What is this warfare that we're dealing with? And what, what does God give us? What kind of tools does he give us to help fight this, fight this battle? What... Uh, what kind of things is he giving us? What is he telling us? What is he speaking to us? What is what is it what is the what does the word say? So what is what is warfare? So when we hear the word warfare, we're probably thinking of say war, you know. You got world wars, you know, the Vietnam War, the Korea, all these big global conflicts that have affected so many lives. And but that's not what we're dealing with here. We're fighting something that we can't even see. In our minds, in our in, in present in our day-to-day -day life, that we just can't see. We don't know what it is. So what is warfare? So in the Blue Letter Bible, the definition given for warfare is an expedition, campaign, military service. The word warfare actually comes out of stratia. So you think of stratia, you think of strategy. You think of strategy, you think of, you got to use your mind. You're thinking, what's the enemy going to do next? What is, what's he going to do here? If I take this step, what's he going to do? You know, you take one step forward, two steps back. He's going to be there. Merriam-Webster gives the definition of military operations between enemies. Two struggles between competing enemies. Some kind of conflict. So, I'm sorry, two struggles between competing entities. So this isn't necessarily a physical kind of attack, kind of, kind of battle. It doesn't say specifically that it's, I'm fighting with, Charlie or Joe, it, it's an entity, something that, it could be anything, we don't know. So we as Christians have the same common enemy. What was that? The devil. The devil. With him, he has his little, his little demons, his little manipulators, the ones that will get into you, the ones that will get at you. It's divinely, not divinely, but just placed in your mind and in your in your life to just just pick at you, to set you off. You know, when we walk, we live this life that we're supposed to be living. 
Those kind of things are hard to deal with. Very hard to deal with. So this evening we're going to be in Ephesians chapter 6. We're going to start in verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having girded your waist of truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, having shod your feet with the, with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith which will quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation, the sword of spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to the end, with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. And for me, that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador and change, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. So, where we're at is... At this time, Paul is... He's basically, you could say, he's under house arrest. Okay, He's constantly being guarded by Roman soldiers. Constantly. There's always clockwork. Just like prisons today, clockwork. All the time there's somebody there, somebody looking after him. And he begins to start to just notice some things. He, just starts to, he really starts to look and, and find detail of these, what these guys are wearing. What they're, what's going on with them? Like, he's got a helmet. He's got protection. He's got the chest plate. He's got shoes. He's, he's got all this stuff for protection and the weapons and and so on. So with this, God begins to speak to him, and it's it's like, wow. He realizes that we use we could use this stuff. You know, if, if, if he's telling me that if he's given us all this stuff, you know, we could use it in our daily walk, in our daily lives. We can use this. So who, who exactly are we dealing with here? Who are we looking? Why, why do we need all this stuff? Why do we need this, 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 this protection, this, this, this whole armor of God that, that he's talking about here? says in verse number, verse number 11, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. So there you go. Who are we dealing with? you got three different, sorry, four. Look at the end of verse 11. 
wiles of the devil. You look at, in the middle of verse 12, principalities, there's one. Powers, powers, there's another. Rulers of the darkness of this age and spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. So, it says these wiles, these, these schemes, these wiles translate to methods. And you heard Frank say it a lot. Methodia. Methods like a, go back to strategy. This is, this is, this is his way of, of getting, getting us. This is what he does. So, in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, it says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, is as a roaring lion that walketh about seeking whom he may roam and devour. It's like a lion. He's ready. He's ready to strike. He's sitting in the grass. He knows you're there. He's just real quiet. Doesn't say much. Then he just starts to, starts to do his thing, man. Starts to do his thing. So he's got all these, these different, different methods that he, that he uses. And in Revelation 12, 9, it says, The great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth. Deceiver. He'll deceive you. He'll change the way you look at things. He'll make you think one thing when that's, that's really not the truth. He'll try to keep you away from seeing the whole truth of anything, the true light of things, the truth. So with these methods, you, 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 what you're going to get from him, he, he, temptation. Lies and deception, contention, which contention is just basically just a lot of disagree, disagreements with somebody. You, you know, you, you got a best friend. You know, normally when you spend a lot of time with somebody, you, over time it just kind of, you notice that you guys start to fight a lot more. A lot more. Um, relationships. The more you're with somebody, it, it gets tough. You know, both sides, your, your mind's going, like, what, like, What's going on? Like, why are we doing this? Why are we, why are we having these disagreements? Why are we going through with this? And discouragement. You know, I'm thinking about Eve in the garden. Buzz. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um. So, because we can't see these these things, we don't have these these night vision goggles. We don't have these, you know, you see in like the movie Zero Dark Thirty. You know, they got their goggles up, you know, and they've got, they, you can see their lasers. We don't have that. We don't, we don't, we don't get that luxury. We have to know when we're getting attacked and what we can do to take care of this attack. What can we do? So just like Michael said, Genesis 3.1, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God made. We all know what happens after that. He begins to deceive Eve. He begins to get at her, thinking that God, you don't, if, if, you, if you do this, you can, you can be like God. You can do the same thing He is. You can do the same thing He does. You can have all that. Just, just, just go ahead, try it. Just try it. So there's nothing there's nothing ever 
really pretty uh, that comes out of war. Nothing that's ever good that comes out of war. And we're dealing with it every day. So in this, this game, this spiritual chess that we're playing each and every day, you can expect that he's going to be coming prepared with all these traps, all these different things will slow you down. I look at it as, as you think of back to the Vietnam War. These military guys, anybody here, people watching. These people would do whatever it took to slow troops down. They would do, they would set these traps in the ground and they'd big sticks. What they do with these sticks is they would cover them in urine, feces, all this different, all these different things to just demoralize, just the psychological effect of that kind of thing that it would have on somebody's mind. Could you imagine just being in the, being those guys in that time, falling in a pit, and that's it. The other thing they would have is, is snake pits. They take these, these, these certain, it's a viper that they would do, and, it, and you only have, it's like a, they call it the three-step. And it, you get bit, three steps, you're dead. Three steps, you're dead. But it also goes hand-in-hand hand with, with us. It don't take very long to, when we become under this attack from this enemy, it doesn't take very long to, to stray away from it. Three steps, four steps, one step. It don't take but one step to turn away. You're living right. You're doing everything right. You turn your back, it's game over. He's got you. He's got you. And the more you're not doing for God, the less he's got to worry about you. The less he's got to worry about Billy. The less he's got to worry about Charlie. He doesn't have to worry about you because you took that one step. Took that one step away from him. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. So back to verse 12, it says, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood. That's right. So, for we do not wrestle. This word wrestle, <laughs> this isn't, it translates to pale. You guys ever seen the movie Pirates of the Caribbean? You know, the, 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 the guys when they first come in and they're like, pale, 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 you know, like the peace thing. Well, this isn't, this isn't the case here. So when he refers to wrestle in this instant, it is a, this is basically it's like a hand-to-hand combat kind of situation. This is like, you're thinking like John Rambo, big knife. You're going toe-to-toe with this. You're going straight up. This is what you got. We're fighting against these principalities, the devil, principalities, these powers, rulers of darkness, of this age, and spiritual hosts of wickedness. So... So what it translates to, what the definition of it is, 
is two trying to throw the other, and the victor is able to hold the opponent down. Get this. Hold the opponent down with his hand on the opponent's neck. That's where we need to be. We need to be on top of them. We need to be on top of this game. We need to be on top of them. You know, you always hear the term in sports, you know, you're up by it, you're up really big. I don't know if anybody else is, but Coach always said, you know, once you get them down, put your, put your foot down on their throat and don't stop. Just keep on going. Keep going. I know that sounds harsh, but that's basically what I took it as, is, is you, once you get them down, that's, that, you're the victor. You got them by the throat, game over. You got them. That's right. Control. You got, you got control. We are definitely, this is, this is definitely a hand-to-hand combat situation, for sure. And it says that in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God pulling down strongholds. So, talking about strongholds. In verse 12, you know, talking about, I keep saying these principalities, these powers, these rulers of darkness of this age and these spiritual hosts. There is a, almost like a, a ladder, like a pyramid, as, as you could say, like a hierarchy ladder. At the top, you've got, you've got the devil. He's, 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 the, he's one on, on the list. He's the, he's the, I guess, the general of this for this army then you've got here we got the principalities which the principalities are I guess you could say fallen angels okay fallen angels who are over these countries these countries these these you know you look at Middle East prime example some of these countries over there have been in conflict since the very beginning of time the very beginning, since they became something, they have always been in conflict no matter what. Well, why is that? Where, where, where does this come from? Below them, you have the powers, which you already have the fallen angels. Then you have the lesser fallen angels, the ones that fell with, fell with the devil, who are over a, a state. So you would look at them as more like the governors of the of the of an area of in our case the state of North Carolina or a territory in, in a particular country so not necessarily an entire state but a small smaller territory then the rulers of darkness so the rulers of darkness are basically about the same thing just another step down below the lesser so then you could look at them as being just kind of the middleman in that and then we have the hosts of this wickedness in high places or heavenly places so it's just basically more than one individual who is is over this country or state or over a city so you could look at them as being you know like mayor or some kind of like, um, you know, places have like council 
and so on, stuff like that. Just basically leaders in a community that that could affect, that could have their hand in this stuff. Exactly. So that's how it works. It basically just works down the line. It's just like the puppetry thing. You know, one, he's up here, and it's just one here. Yeah, working down the ladder. So it just it spreads out. And from there, it only gets bigger. I mean, those are just four different things right there. And it only gets, it only spreads out from there. It's not just one particular spot. It spreads out completely. Exactly. It doesn't matter what we're doing. We're, they, they, have, they always have their hand in something, which could be why a lot of the things we're dealing with right now are going the way they are. Um, you just never know. So I was doing, while I was studying this, I was watching a, a sermon on, from Dr. Tony Evans. Do you guys know who Dr. Tony Evans is? He's a man. He's good. Tony Evans is good stuff. And he said this, everything visible and physical is preceded by something invisible and spiritual. Invisible and spiritual. That's, think about that for just a second. Everything that is physical in this world Behind it, there's something that we can't see that's got to play in one thing or another that, that we go through. So this becomes our responsibility to address these things unseen that will determine how successful we are in the physical realm where, where these things come from. So, we're going to start getting into what is it that, that we're given. How do we attack? How do we defend? What is it that God gives us? That's where this comes from, the whole armor of God. It gives us a complete outfit of, of all this stuff to use, to fight, to, to protect. So, when there is you know, a major conflict... Most of the time, these the military, the army, whoever's involved, they get all this top-of-the-line gear, man. And most of the stuff, it's a basic. Everybody gets the same, about the same thing. You get, you get, your, you get your standard-issue helmet. You get your body armor or you know, plate carrier group or Kevlar vest, whatever, whatever's, whatever you got, whatever they're going to give you. Um, you get your combat boots. You get your, your belt full of ammo. You're ready to rock and roll, and then then you get your gun. You know most guys are carrying you know M4s or 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 saws or all these all these crazy weapons. But nah, not us. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're uh we're given something a little bit different than the typical gear that these guys are getting. So, in verse 13 it says, "Therefore take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to." withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. So, God grants us and gives us this armor. Okay? He gives it to us. So, there you go. I'm laying it out for you. This is yours. Okay? But, if 
you're going to put it on, you've got to be able to use it. Okay? If you're going to put it on, you've got to be able to use it. He's given us these tools, but are you going to be the one to use it? He gives us a choice whether to wear it or not. Somebody can give you medicine. This is what you get. This is for, this is for COVID, whatever. This is what you get. I'm giving this to you. But it's our choice whether we take it or not. We have a choice. Do you want it or not? Do you want to take it or not? Do you want to get better or not? You want to live or you want to die? These guys in war, they don't have a choice. And guess what? Neither do we. We do not have a choice in the matter. He gives us these tools to use. And guess what? If we wear it, it's definitely going to better our chances to win the fight. Most definitely. So why not do it? So if God provides it, let's use it. So he gives us the row down from 14 all the way to 17. He gives us these, these six pieces of armor that it states right here. Stand therefore having girded your waist with truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness. So this breastplate, what's, what's so special about the breastplate? Right. Mm-hmm. So, in It's just it, it, it protects us from the front and the back, the righteousness, the practical righteousness of, of us, our character as believers. So when this is when this stuff's coming on, we gotta be able to we gotta be able to stand our ground. We gotta be able to be able to take it as our character. You know, it's not easy. People are always as Christians we're always gonna be ridiculed. People are always gonna be coming after us. It's 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 inevitable, it's gonna happen. So it's our job. To, to to put this on and just take it and take it and believe in our hearts that we have the faith that, that we're going to get through this. It's going to be okay. Stand therefore having girded your waist with truth. Now, this is crucial because a dishonest Christian cannot withstand the father of lies himself without this belt of truth. This lets us make sure that whatever we're 
hearing or, or getting in is the truth, is what, what God says, what, what is the, the actuality of it, what it means. If somebody could tell us something, that's when it's our job to understand that, well, no, that's not right. No good from, good from bad, right from wrong. The truth, truth, the, the word of God, the truth. That's right. That's right. So we got, got our protection in the front. We got our, got our ammo, got our ammo belt. Waste of truth. Having put on the breastplate, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Yes, we're walking with him in righteousness. That's right. I can't see. Oh, here we go. So, we're talking about these the shoes, the gospel of peace. So Romans 6:20 it says, "And the God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet shortly." And grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. Take this as we're standing firm. We're standing on solid ground. Moses stood on the rock, solid ground. We're standing on Christ. He's our rock. He's our solid ground. And we're going to stand with him. We're going to stand on him. He's going to be the one to get us through all this stuff. And there's, there's, there's a few different, you know, you can take it a few different ways. Everybody's going to look at this and be like, the shoes of... I mean, because it doesn't give you really specific feet with preparation of gospel of peace. Well, I know whenever, when I first studied this, me and Tim had some discussions on it. What, what could it be? Could it be, I know you're standing firm on, on which what Christians should stand. Right, right. And... Could this be, you know, like discipleship? Because, you know, you put the shoes on, you're going to take off. You've got to have shoes to go. Could it be like shoes of discipleship or shoes of evangelism? You know, we've we're given this to go, stand firm, but we're not just going to, as Christians, we're just not going to stand firm and, and just, just stay put. We're going to want to go out and preach the gospel. We're going to want to go out and, and do all these things for the Lord. We're going to want to go. We're going to want to take off and go. And it's important. We've got to stand firm, and we have to be able to go when the time's needed. You know, maybe this isn't where we're supposed to be. Maybe I'm not supposed to be here. Maybe I should, could be somewhere else. We don't ever know. We've got to be prepared to take this up and go wherever he tells us to go, wherever we're supposed to. So next we have this, this shield. Above all, taking the shield of faith, which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Wicked one being Satan himself. So while you know Paul is looking looking at this armor, these you know, when we think of this time, we think that these shields are you know, these big luxurious, you know, Roman shields, big you know what I'm saying? But they're actually like just round and it was like almost like leather. So quench 
you know, you think quenching your thirst, you know, water related. So the, this is weird, the Greek word for quench is sibnume. Sibnume. Which comes down to extinguish or to go out. To suppress or stifle. Why? It says right here in the definition, divine influence. So when these darts are coming at us, basically what's going to happen is you've got your shield up. All these different things are coming at you. People are you know, saying this or doing that. You've got all these problems going on. You don't know what you're going to do. Well, God gives us this shield. Throw it up. As soon as that stuff hits, man, poof, it's going to basically just evaporate. It's almost like you put a water on fire. Put the cold stuff on the hot stuff. And it's just, poof, smoke. Nothing. And then lastly, we have the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, which in this case, the Word is proclamation of Christ, proclamation of our Lord and Savior, what He gives us to, to, to fight. This is our weapon. This is what we get. This is our M4. This is, this is what we get. It's the word of God. And in Matthew 4, 3, 4, you see where Jesus uses it on the devil himself. He says, And when the tempter came to him, If thou be, if, if thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. But Jesus said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God, the word of God. There's our sword right there. Jesus used it himself. Then right after that, spirit. You see a lot of a lot of the devil he, he whenever you see the word, most of the time it said, I think it was it's used 50-something, 30-something times, if I remember right. 30-something times in the Bible. And a majority of the time, it's him coming in, taking possession, and then he's leaving. He's coming in, taking possession, and he's leaving. He's never sticking around. But why? What is that? He gets scared. He's a coward. He likes to hide. Why do you think you, you never, we're never going to fight him? It's like never going to be toe-to-toe right here. He's always got everybody else doing his bidding for him. It's never going to be just him. So, out of all these pieces of armor here, why, what are we missing? We got the front covered, we got the head, got our weapon, got our shoes. What are, what are we missing? No, well, we got that. Got the sword. We got that. We got the sword. We don't have, there's nothing back here. There's nothing on the back. Nothing there. So, so why is there no protection? 
So it says in James 4, 7, Submit yourself therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. We don't need the armor on our back because Jesus has got our back. Jesus has our back. No matter what we're dealing with, no matter what's coming after us, he's always there. We ain't got to worry about this stuff coming. We, we ain't got to worry about stuff coming behind us. You know, the Roman soldiers, they never had armor on their back. They never had anything because they were taught to go forward. They're never going to retreat. Same way with us. We're always supposed to be moving forward. Always supposed to be moving forward. We never turn our backs. Never. We keep moving forward. We push. We're going to win this thing. We got this. It says in Matthew 16, 24, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. This goes back to the to him having our back. Standing firm and we have to humble ourselves, deny ourselves, take up our cross and follow Jesus. So we're going to get verse 18. And praying always with, with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Being watchful to the end with all perseverance and supplication. So prayer and supplication. What is, what is supplication? Praying with a, with a strong need. Like we want it. We need it. We got to have it. So when we sit down and, and, and we get these we get this time, we just, you know, God, I need your strength and power to fight this. i got to have this. I need it. I can't do it alone. we got to humble ourselves. Just admit, guys, we're, we're tough. We are tough. But we have to sit down and realize that we can't do this thing alone. We're the providers. We're the big dogs. We're the ones that are supposed to be taking care of our ladies. We can't do this alone. But it doesn't stop there. We got to pray without ceasing. We can't stop. When all this stuff's going on, no matter what's going on, like at work, if you're having a bad day, just, just start thinking of stuff. Just scripture. Just get it going, man. Just get it going. If you're doing everything's right with you, it's just going to, it should just flow through your mind. So that you don't have to worry about all that stuff. 1 Thessalonians 5, 17, verse through 18. Pray without ceasing in everything. Give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Got to keep on. So when man does that, God is listening. He's asking. That's right. And for me, that the utterance may be given to me, that I may open up my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. This goes for all of us. This is what this comes down to. When we speak, Make sure it's it's real. It's the word. 
and explain. And when we when we do this, make sure we have we can come back with an explanation. Because the majority of the time when we're dealing with these these kind of things, people are going to come to you, and if they really don't want to hear it, they're going to be the first ones to ask you a question. So that's where this mystery comes from. Understand the mystery. Be able to explain that mystery to them. Be able to hit them with the scripture. Be able to hit them because they're the ones that, you know, he's put in this, in his little act of puppetry. He's the one that put him there. He's the one that said, all right, here's what you're going to do. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. He's got it all planned out. It's a plan. right and but God is good and all of us he always gives you a way to find answers I'm sure I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only one but uh, has anybody ever had an experience when say you're in that situation that you're talking to somebody they start asking all these questions and then out of nowhere it's just like you just can't shut up you just <laughs> You just you just can't stop talking. It just goes and flows and it flows and it flows and it just won't stop. And this then and you can just look at them in their face. They're like, I wish you'd shut up, but I'm getting what you're saying. And then afterwards, you 15, 20 minutes, you go away from that person. You're driving and you're you just zone out and you're like, what the heck did I say to them? Guess what? That's him. He will equip us. He gives us all this stuff. He will put us in these situations, but we're not alone. But can I tell you something else about that same situation you're talking about? When you do that, when you call him, whenever you say you want to go, after that, that person that you dealt with, where Satan may have sent in there to confuse you and put you into a stumbling block, God's going to, he's going to be watching. That's what's all that is. And that's the same one. Yep. So to get that, that kind of affirmation from mm-hmm. God when something like that happens to you, that's undescribable. It's it's something, and you know something special has happened. Yeah, absolutely. You don't know what was said, what came out of your mouth, but you know it was special. There's moments of what we live for, but you know that still doesn't mean that we don't prepare. That we don't we don't when somebody asks us that tough question that uh, we're not able to answer it or that we are able to answer when that time comes you know God's going to be there for us he's going to give us the words he's going to give us that utterance of what comes out but we just got to we just got to prepare ourselves too That's our that's our protector. Yeah. He'll God convict us, but he'll help us too. Yeah, yeah. Nope. Like just like you're talking. For which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. 
ought to speak. He's given us, hey, this is how you're supposed to do it. Speak boldly. Don't be afraid to express your faith. Don't be afraid to talk to these people. Don't be afraid to get in these difficult situations. You're like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Water's too high. Boat's starting to sink. You better sink or swim kind of thing. That's happened multiple times. We get in this situation, I'm able to call Frank or mm-hmm. Pastor back in West Virginia and be like, and they'll give us, I mean, most of the time, or they'll give you, or they'll give you the same thing. Well, let me get back to you, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. No. But it's, it's, a good, it's a better way than just not saying anything. Right. Right. So he's, this ambassador in chains is basically Paul. He, he's a true believer. We know Paul is, he's a real deal, man. This guy is the real deal. He is, he is literally a true believer. He's a speaker for the king of kings. And then he's asking that we might speak boldly. We might be what God wants to be and what he wants to come out. So we know that whatever battles we, we face, Jesus has our back. There's always there's a good thing that comes out of this whole thing. Is the debt's already been paid, and he was victorious. Out of this whole thing, if you don't get anything else out of it, we know the ending. We know what's going to happen. We know we're going to win. We won the battle once Jesus stepped out of the tomb. We won. Matthew 28, 7, and go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. We also know that because of this, Satan was defeated. He's no more. Revelation 12, 12, therefore rejoice, O heaven, that you dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come to you having great wrath because he knows that he has a short time. It's done. Done and over with. We're victorious. But we still need to take these tools that He gives us and not be afraid to use them. We've got them, it's just like on our back pocket. You know, we got that cell phone. The Word of God, that weapon, we can use it. Keep a Bible in your car, keep a Bible with you at all times, all times, and keep the Scripture just burning. You know, Joe made, has told me multiple times, you know, that one of the best things you could do is, you know, keep that, keep the, the audio book of the Bible. Keep it playing, man. That's right. It's great. It's great. We keep it playing all day long. I was practicing paper Bible It's amazing. And who knows, in the middle of that, you know, if that's, if that's the case, it's the audiobooks rolling, rolling. You got, say you have headphones in or whatever, somebody comes and says, hey, I've got a question about this or that. Hey, hold on real quick. I, I just listened to it. I can tell you, and just bam. You're like, what the heck is, what's wrong with him? That was quick. That's God, man. That's God. 
right. That's right. So, anybody else got anything? Just remember, um, so I'm, I'm thinking, I think it's the Gospel of Luke. We're, we're sticking to the Last Supper. Uh, Jesus said, Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to be what? To sift. That's right. He's getting permission from the Father in our lives to test us. And the Father uses that. And I love that you did Ephesians. And I love where you started today. With Thank Job. Verse 10. Y'all had to get permission to That's right. That's right. A quick, no, God just on each floor. It's awesome. Love you, Joe. I mean, it's all in the in God's I'm telling you, man, I love so it. He can keep going. The Lord drives everything. Don't be afraid of anything else except the Lord because he controls it all. That's he right. All Amen. 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 Anybody else? What did you say about start talking, can't stop? Yeah. <laughs> yes! Man, I would have made a great Pharisee! Oh, yes! Who told you to pick up your dead and walk? <laughs> there are six states to come.
come and be healed. You've been convicted. Don't come on the Sabbath. Oh yes, that's me, man. Oh gosh, let's. You're good, Joe. Thank you. Let's uh, let's close in some prayer. Say, Father, thank you, thank you for this time you've given us for to open up your word and just spend the time together as family and and communicate back and forth, Father. Just we're so grateful for this opportunity that you've given us each and every day and the ability to to open up your word and 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 search for for what it says and what the truth is, Father. We just ask that you just be with us, protect us, give us this armor. You just give us strength be able to smite the devil where he stands. For we know that you are the victor. And you, the Alpha and the Omega, and the one that wins it all. We're so thankful for everything that you do for us each and every day. We just ask you to forgive us of our sins and we fall short of you. For it is in your son Jesus' name.